this is Malamalan. You know, we are here for part three of the series on Keep Trusting God. So I mentioned last week that we're going to go over names of God, right? So we're going to get into names of God, Jesus and the names of God, and the Holy Spirit and the names of God. So before we start, let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for your peace that provides, um, surpasses all understanding. Father God, I thank you for watching over us as we slept, that we are here. You still have purpose for us, Lord. And I ask that we're able to hear you through this message today. Father, I ask that you speak through me, that um, you get out the words that... <laughs> are meant for us to hear father and that you make it super clear lord i ask that if there's anyone that is listening that has any type of blockage lord jesus i ask that you just remove it remove it remove it father god so that we can hear you in this in this in this teaching in this time that we spend together today it is an amazing um message that you have been taking me through so we can get out and um I, I just thank you i thank you lord for how beautiful you are and how patient you are Amen. you guys do you know i literally thought i was recording what well, i was recording but it was on a different platform and then at some point it stopped and i honestly don't know what point it stopped i don't have the capacity right now in my brain to just like go back and try to figure it out because um i was still talking and i felt like well i don't think it was like a really long time but i will tell you that it looks like it might have been 30 minutes and so you already know that i'm already going into this that it might take us a little longer than 30 minutes however i've been trying to keep it at a certain point but you know i am not that strong on how long it actually needs to be because if the lord needs to say something then it needs to be said and it's just gonna get said so however long that takes right but I'm just basically telling you like that was crazy. I'm not even finna get upset. Normally I'd have got upset. You hear me? I'd have been upset and been like, I just don't get home, get it. But you know what? I'm not be gonna let the devil kiki about this. He not. So we're gonna praise God. We're gonna push through. We're gonna get this done. And I'm gonna give you this message that the Lord has been showing me as we was going through this study, y'all. So okay. Names of God. Right, so I hope you got your Bibles out because we are gonna touch on this. My glass is still so raggedy. Oh. We are gonna touch on this because it's super important for us to know that Jesus is God, the Holy Spirit is God, He's not an it, He is a Him, He's a part of the Godhead right and godhead that terminology is actually a new king james version and i will put it in the description he's the triune god he is three persons in one one god three persons so we have got the father god the son god the holy spirit so let's start names of god okay so goodness i can't believe it. it just did that to me so the names of god 
when we say L, as in capital E, capital L, we're saying the strong one because he is more powerful than any false god. God will overcome all obstacles and we can depend on him. He is the most high God. The most high God. Mm. El Shaddai is another name of God, which is, he is sufficient in one. The God of the mountains. He is God Almighty. He is God um, of all of our source of our blessings god is all powerful all of our problems are not too big because he's god he can handle it okay jehovah jireh the lord who will provide well the lord will provide right so just as god provided a ram as a substitute for isaac he provided his son, Jesus, as the ultimate sacrifice. God will meet all of our needs. Let me just get my stuff together for you. So he will meet all of our needs. Genesis 22, verses 13 and 14. Let's just go there right quick. Genesis 22 verse 13 and 14 then abraham lifted his eyes and looked there behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by his horns so abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son and abraham called the the name of the place the lord will provide as it is to this day in the mount of the lord it shall be provided so the Lord will provide. He is also Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. God has provided the final cure for spiritual, physical, and emotional sickness in Jesus Christ. God can heal us. Look in Exodus 15, verse 25 through 27. So in Exodus 15... 25 through 27 it says so he cried out to the lord and the lord showed him a tree when he cast it into the waters the waters were made sweet there he made a statue and an ordinance for them and there he tested them and said if you diligently heed the voice of the lord your god and do what is right in his sight give ear to his commandments and keep all of his statues i will put none of these diseases on you which i have brought on the egyptians for i am the lord who heals you all right <laughs> jehovah shalom the lord is peace right so god defeats our enemies to bring us peace jesus is our prince of peace god brings inner peace and harmony let's go to numbers six so y'all know this is all old testament right now but it god is a god that doesn't change he's still our god right so number six 
verses 22 is where we're going to start. Twenty-two through twenty-seven, and the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, "Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace." So they shall put my name on the children of Israel, and I will bless them. All right. Now, there are plenty more names that we're going to go through than what we will go through today. Plenty names for God. Plenty names that, well, reasons on why we can see that Jesus is God, right? And plenty names of the Holy Spirit and names of God. I will put some in the description, but I want to just give you a few so you can have some for your yourself to go back to your notes, look back over, pray over. Um, but always go to the Father. Go to the Father, and He will lead you to all truth, right? That's the Spirit, Amen. So Jesus and the names of God. So I want to first and foremost say that Jesus is God. Remember, I was telling you that there is you have God the Father, God the Son, and then God the Holy Spirit, right? His Holy Spirit. Sorry. So Jesus is God. In the book of John, John speaks about the deity of Christ. Okay. Um. So. Well, he speaks of the life of Jesus, but in the fashion that he really nails, drives home that Jesus is God, right? He was not created. He is God. He is eternal. All right. So Jesus is God. Look in John 1, 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. You hear that? The word was God. If you go down to 14, it says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus is one with God. Let's go to John 10, verse 30. John 10, verse 30 says, I and my father are one. Did you catch it? He didn't say we're similar. He didn't say, well, we're like. He didn't say I'm a version of. He said, I and my father are one. Okay, so that's super clear to me. Jesus is eternal. Revelation 1, 17. So Revelation 1, verse 17 says, and remember, this is John speaking on the account of the vision that he was given. And when I saw him, you see that capital H? 
I fell at his feet as dead, another capital H, but he laid his right hand on me, saying to me, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. Do you understand that when the people were falling down at the angel's feet, the angel was like, oh no, don't do that. They were telling them to get up, right? Because they were not to be reverent. This is God. This is, this is Jesus, right? Jesus is God. So this is Jesus that is saying this. He said, do not be afraid. He didn't say, don't get up. He said, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. That's like him saying the beginning and the end. He's eternal. The alpha and the omega. So Jesus is eternal. And now, <laughs> Jesus, I hope I don't have a lish when I say this because sometimes I do. Not speaking to anybody who does it. I know I personally do. So that's why it was funny to me um, about me. So Jesus is omnipresent. All right. Said that clear enough, I hope. Um, so it basically just means he's everywhere all the time, right? So Jesus is omnipresent. And God placed all things under Christ's feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. So let's go to Ephesians. And we're all in the New Testament right now. Ephesians 1 verses 22 and 23. It says, and he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Jesus is omniscient. So Peter said, Lord, you know all things. Let's look in John 21. Verse 17. And what it says is, he said to him on the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved he because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. All right. So he's omniscient, right? Which is all knowing. <laughs> Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. That's what it means. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Look with me in Matthew 1 verse 23 and it says behold the virgin shall be with child and bear a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel which is translated 
God with us. Did you catch, I just caught this. Did you catch how in this verse, son is capitalized? Because we're talking about the most high God, amen. It's not a lowercase. Anytime we're talking about the most high God, you're going to see those words that are capitalized. They're not lowercase. So that's just one way. And I've always noticed it with he or him. But now I'm seeing son is also capitalized, which is just perfect, right? Because he's perfect. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's how it should be. It should not be any lowercase. But that's just... One of the things I like to use when I read the Bible to decipher, like, which, who are we talking about, right? Okay, this is capitalized. So we're talking about our Most High God. So let me get on to the names of his spirit. Amen. The names of the Holy Spirit. So we're here. So I'm going to repeat this and I hope I don't not want, like, you know, I don't want to be like, I hope it's just drilled in your head. Basically, it's what I'm trying to say. Triune God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, God his Holy Spirit, his Holy Spirit, right? So the Holy Spirit is God. No one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God, right? So go with me to First Corinthians, and we're still in the New Testament. First Corinthians, verse uh, two. I'm sorry, chapter two, verse eleven. And it says, "For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God." Amen. The Holy Spirit is the Lord. So let me just go back and touch the related name of God in this verse when we just went over 1 Corinthians 2 verse 11. Yah, the one who is the self-existent one. Okay. Now we go on to the Holy Spirit is the Lord. Peter said to her, how could you conspire to test the spirit of the Lord? So if we go to Acts, it is chapter 5, verse 9. He says, then Peter said to him, how is it that you have agreed together to test the spirit of the Lord? Look, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door and will carry you out goes on to verse 10 where it says then immediately she fell down at his feet and breathed her last and the young man came in and found her dead carrying her out buried her by her husband the holy spirit is the lord he's part of the triune god right so she didn't lie Peter she lied to the Lord but you can't even lie to the Lord because he know all things but she still did it he said how is it that you have agreed together because her husband was dead first together to test the spirit of the Lord all right the Holy Spirit is eternal so Christ 
who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God. Go with me to Hebrews 9 verse 14 where it says how much more shall the blood of Christ through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God hmm. the Holy Spirit is eternal and the Holy Spirit is our comforter and helper. Let's get to this. Oh my goodness. All right. So John 15 verse 26. So John 15, 26 says... But when the helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. He told him. And then let's go to Romans. And this is him telling his disciples, okay, that when he leaves, the Holy Spirit will come and be with them. So let's look in Romans 8 chapter 26 i'm sorry 8 verse 26 it says likewise the spirit also helps us in our weaknesses for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought but the spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered so the Holy Spirit is God. The Holy Spirit is the Lord. The Holy Spirit is eternal. The Holy Spirit is our comforter and helper. I want to give you this one more. And I feel like we kind of talked about it, but I'm just going to go. The Holy Spirit is always with us. I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate, which is the Holy Spirit to help you and be with you forever. So let's look at John 14, verse 16. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, and that he may abide with you forever. So think of it this way. Our Father loves us so much so so much and he knew all of the struggles and the pains and everything that we will go through he will send his helper his spirit to help us to comfort us to guide us right throughout this world once we choose him to be our lord and savior this is what he does for his children he sends his help to be forever with us so we know that the spirit, his spirit is eternal. His spirit is the Lord. The Holy Spirit is God. He is part of the triune God. And then Jesus, right? Yeshua, he is our high priest. He is the one that is intercessing for us. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and then we have God the Father that sent his son to die for our sins because sin needed atonement it's like it's perfect 
they're all equal. They're all equal. One is not higher than the other. They're all equal. You have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. That's how much he loves us. That is how much he loves us. And we're going to keep on, keep trusting God, right? But this is one amazing, amazing example on why we are always to trust him. Look how much he's done for us. Look how much he laid out our lives for us before we were even in existence, right? He's always been in existence, okay? However, when you think about it, that he's our father. He sent his son to die on the cross to take on our sins, right? Because sin does need atonement. He's just God. But when his son died and he rose again, and he's sitting at the right hand throne, excuse me, of his father, the Holy Spirit, his Holy Spirit indwells in us. Once we accepted him, and he knew, like I said, that this would be not an easy cakewalk. He sent the Spirit to guide us and to lead us, to comfort us. Wow. Our God is so good. Trust him. Trust him, trust him, trust him, trust him. Look how much he provides. Look how much he cares. Look how much he is there. Look how much he is right present. He don't have a clock in, clock out. Okay? He's always with you. He's always ready to listen to you. He don't have to worry about, oh, I gotta, he gotta multitask this and that. Listen, he's our creator. He's there. He's there. Speak to him every day. Just talk to him. Have a conversation with him. And watch how he answers you. Like, I'm truly telling you, watch how he answers you. Oh, my goodness, y'all. God is good. He is so amazing. He is beautiful. And I just want to end this in prayer. Father God, Lord, I thank you for your peace. I thank you for your love, Father. I thank you that you were able to get this message out uh, through me today, Father. If there's anyone that is listening that just doesn't know you and they just aren't sure, Father, I ask that you soften their hearts, that you've let them hear, and that you just soften their heart and continue to do the work in them. Father, I ask, even though I know it's really hard, I know it's hard, it's hard for me, it's, it's been hard. But the more I do it, it's easier. It's just not the easiest thing to do. Brothers and sisters, I ask that you pray for your enemies. Yeah. Pray for your enemies. You may be the only one who are praying for. Pray for your enemies because our Father said that we should. Pray for your enemies because they're under attack by the by the great deceiver, the devil, right? Satan. Pray for your enemies because they're being tormented. When you love Christ, and I mean truly love him, you love what he loves and you hate what he hates. I know it's not an easy ask, 
but pray for your enemies. Pray for those who purposefully use you. I'm not saying befriend them. I'm not saying take them in your home and provide. I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying is when you pray, pray for your enemies. We knew when we follow Christ, we would have them. So it shouldn't be a surprise. You know when you're on the right track, when God has you right where he needs you to be and you're doing what you should be doing, the enemy is going to come up against you. You know it. We all know that. You have peace that Jesus provides. They don't. And you could say, well, since it ain't wicked. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. We'll pray for him. Again, please do not misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not saying you need to be their friend. I'm not saying that you need to, you know, be sharing recipes or anything like that. Or y'all take your kids and y'all go do stuff together. I'm not saying it. I'm saying you may be the only one praying for the soul. We know what happens when you die if you do not choose Christ. We do not know the day that we are going to die. We know the day that we were born. We know that in this life we will have struggles. But we do not know when that day ends. Our life ends. We don't. We don't. So because we don't, because we're not guaranteed... 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years of life pray for them and I'm actually about to start a fast I honestly don't know how long or when but it's been on my heart it's definitely been on my heart when I get the news from my father I will update you. So, follow me on Instagram. It's in the description. Because that's where I'm going to put the update. <laughs> I love you guys. I truly, truly do. And um, I just hope that today is amazing for you. I hope that you go out with the understanding that you are a representation of Christ and that you run across so many people and there are going to be some that do not know him. So when they see you, let it be him that they see in you. Be blessed. Until next week, God willing, we still on this keep trusting him because this world is wicked and it's going to get worse read your bibles daily peace